可以，可以，嗯，读起来好喝，它是比较好喝。嗯 ，with here the Mahabir says it's written on the screen, it's on the second line, um, talking about the dinam of tipas tipas chalav, where a drop of milk fell on the outside of a pot that was cooked in flesheds. Uh, and there it says is, uh, it's a connection to that. It says if enough or connected to age, if the the drop of milk fell in a place um, where there's a fire there, facing the fire, then mutter, it's okay because she eats her from Yavshe, because um, the, the fire burns it up before um, any bleas could happen. Okay? And so no, it doesn't happen. It gets burnt before it's able to transfer bleas, and therefore you don't have to worry about the milk and flesheds in that case mixing together. Okay. Th- this din that the ash could burn up a double wood um, is a uh, important you know, one of the two parts of the Shiloh that can use your stove top grapes for milchus and flesheds. The same one for milchus and for flesheds. Um, but I'm going to wait to talk about that until we get to the second half, which is the second part of the which is coming soon. Um, coming whatever in a few dinim. Um, so I'm going to wait to talk about the stove top until we get to there. Okay. Another thing that it's negated to. Another thing that's here too is, um, in, in the house of Hagol's Kalim, the dear, the Primagun says that we know that there's a difference between Libun and Hagol. Libun burns the blea, destroys it where it is, and Hagol draws the blea out of the, out of the cleat. So, um, <coughs> the, so therefore, for example, you could do Libun even when the cleat is Benyamin, but Hagol, you have to wait for the cleat to be in a Benyamin because we don't want the blea that came out to go right back in. So Primagum says, what about Liban Kao? He says, what about Liban Kao? Does that burn it, or does that draw it out? So he says, <coughs> he assumes that it draws it out. It works like a gull, it draws out the tom. So he says, well, if it draws out the tom, he says, maybe, he doesn't say for sure, he says, maybe then um, you have to be, have to be in the or have to, you can't do it on Pesach, which is connected to the same thing. He says, because if it's drawing the tom out, just like Hagali, he's going to put it back, back in. Um, so Liban does also. So, when we learned Hagol's Kalim, we spoke about this. Um, I'm mentioning it today because one of the reasons to disagree with the Prima Godlam is even Naniach, it's correct that it draws the time out, but when the time comes out, now there's a fire right there. There's a fire right there that did the Liban Kao. So, the, just the, if, if, if Liban could, if, if a fire could destroy a Dover Mood of liquid milk, physical milk that's actually coming out, imagine what it could do to the Blia, the, the, the Mamash, you know, something just in the air, something little like that, that of course it would be served that thing, and that's one of the reasons why um, people don't follow this period of okay? they, they, they say it might be true that it, it draws out the time rather than burning it, that could be, but that doesn't cause a problem. Even the period of itself is not true. It's a we don't consider it to be a problem. Well, I've got to get a fire, and you have to say it's the heat. Correct. Heat. Correct. Right. Like the strong heat there that's making the leaving cow is going to do the same thing. Okay. And now, but what we're really going to talk about, <coughs> our, our main topic for today... That's relevant for catching ovens, or for cashewing ovens, yes, but when we learned Hagol's Kelim, we found there are other reasons why a home oven might need to be in a vineyard anyhow. Other reasons for the side. But yes, for this reason, you wouldn't have to do it. That's correct. You could do it even if it was vineyard. Yes. Okay. Uh, and as for the traditional reason why things have to be in a vineyard, you could have, you could do it. Yes. Okay. So our main thing we talk about is freeze dryers. Um, we'll see as we talk about them <coughs> that freeze dryers um, have to do with this side also. Okay. In a small amount. We're going to talk more freeze dryer than the Shiloh, but okay, but like that, okay, like this. Okay, well, how does freeze dryer work? Okay, so what we're looking at here is as if you're looking straight into the freeze dryer, okay, and this is an empty chamber. Um, okay, let me, let me back up before I tell you what the, how the freeze dryer works. Okay, when you, when you normally, when you want to um, dry something out, you want to remove all the moisture out of it, you heat it up. 
So like you could put a piece of meat uh, into an oven that's 150 degrees and it'll turn into beef jerky. Okay, you dry that 100 for a couple of hours and it'll dry out to turn into beef jerky. And you take um, uh, vegetable herbs and you put them into an, an oven that's 120 degrees for a few hours and also it dries it out. You make dried like herbs that you have in your house, the spices that you have in your house, that's how they dry them out. You know? Okay, or we talked about once evaporating. You could even do at, at a at a vacuum, and you could evaporate juices at you know even less lower temperatures. Okay, we talked about that how evaporators work. Okay, but all of those, the long and short of all of those is, is that you're taking a liquid and you're turning it into a gas. Okay, so you're taking the juice is the easiest case. It's actually a liquid, and you're turning it into a gas. Uh, or, you t- or you're taking uh, the water. The water in the well, if it's a juice, it's the easiest part. You're taking the water and boiling it out. Even when you're taking a piece of meat, you the 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 liquid, the water is in a it's well, it's a solid right now. It's, it's in the meat. Turns it into a liquid and then it boils out. And you get it out. Okay. Long and short is you're using heat to get it from being a liquid to being a gas, a vapor. Okay, but that that affects that heating affects the quality of the food. Okay, it, it takes away from the 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 all the other properties that the food has food also. So it came along people, um, and it, it, it somehow it's connected to World War II, I'm not sure, whatever, and they found that, oh wait, connected to what? World War II, at the end of World War II. No, no, if they are just, and you evaporate it, and you put the water back in, it will, it won't be the same quality. Right, it's not the same quality. You, you've taken some, some, of the, some of the other things out with it also, you've ruined it also. Uh, by, by that heating, ruined it also, okay? So the, the, they figured out a way to go, to, to go from, Solid to gas without ever being a liquid. Okay, the process of, it's called sublimation. Okay, I don't know what that means, but it means is you go from being a solid to being a gas. Imagine you have a piece of ice, okay, and the piece of ice goes from being a piece of ice that's a solid to being a gas without ever being a liquid in between, which sounds impossible, right? Ice has to first be liquid, and then it turn, keeps on getting hotter, and it turns into a vapor. And this goes from being solid. Liquid trapped in a fluid at room temperature is not a solid. So it's a liquid. liquid. Right. It's a liquid. It's just so that goes from right, correct. It goes from being a liquid into being a gas. Okay. But here what happens is going from a solid to being a gas. Yes, he's asking what's in a gas. Are you in here? It's not a it's not a solid. Okay, so if it's a so you'll see. If it's a liquid and a piece of meat that the water in there is in a liquid form and now we have to do something to get it out from being a liquid form to being a gas. We have to do so much to it that it affects the food. We're going to go, we're going to turn it into a salad. We're going to change it from being a liquid into being a salad. We're going to freeze it. That's why it's called a freeze dryer. First, we're going to freeze it, turn it into a salad. And then we're going to go from being frozen to being a gas without ever going back to being a liquid in between. It's going to be a salad and a gas. Correct. And it's never going to pass through the liquid stage in the middle. It's called sublimation. We're going to make it a salad. We're going to, we're going to, yes, I'm sorry. We call it a freeze dryer because first you freeze it. You freeze it very thoroughly, so it's complete solid, and then you take it from being solid to being gas without ever passing in the middle. Of it, okay? It goes through the mag- the called the triple point. Yeah, really yes, called the triple point um, through a process called sublimation. Those are all very big words. I, I I can't explain to you the science of it. Uh, they've tried to explain to me. I don't get it. I, I don't, whatever, whatever. Well, not so relevant. So anyhow, so that's what it does. It goes from being frozen to being gas, and it never dry ice. Not yeah, but this is not dry ice. This is not. This is this is whatever. Okay, so how does it work? Okay, so what is like this? Okay, now back to the picture. Okay, so we have here. Uh, you're looking at the freeze dryer like head on, looking at into this freeze dryer, and this is, it's empty. There's nothing in there. So what do we have? They have this big chamber. It's a circle window. It's a tube. It's 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 really it's a it's a it's. A, I'm explaining. It. It's a tube. You're looking into the tube. It's like think about. It. It's a truck, okay? You're looking into the tank here this way. Okay, it's, it's, 
Yes, it's a look. It's 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 horizontal. It's horizontal. We're looking into a horizontal too. Okay. okay? Oh, I'm sorry. This looks like shelves in a in a uh, hot box. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very very close. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking into you're looking into the uh, horizontal tube, and what we have here is it's an empty tube. Okay. And and that's the black wall around. Okay. And it has in it um, heating bars. Okay. A bunch of heating bars spaced in between. I made you how many I made. Okay. Um, and what you do is. Now, separate from that, that's, that's the, what the chamber will cut. Now, you set up, you have a rack okay, on wheels, okay? You have this rack here, this is a plain, good old fish, and nothing special about this rack, just a plain old rack. And onto it, you put trays of frozen food, okay? The, the food gets, has, it's not just frozen, it's like seriously frozen. They put it into deep freeze, usually like 20 hours. Like it really has to be thoroughly, completely frozen. Before they even move it in. Yeah, this is in a freezer. In a standard freezer. In a good old-fashioned freezer. Just, just, it has to be very cold and solidly frozen, like without, like no bits that are not even frozen. Solidly frozen, and and then, um, and then you roll the rack into the chamber. Okay, you roll the rack into the chamber, and and the way the way the way it's set up, the way you see how it's set up is is that for every every uh, part of the rack has a tray on top of it and has a heating bar right underneath it. The heat, there's a heat bar underneath the, the tray, underneath the, the rack itself. Okay, the rack, under each bar of that rack, there's a, there's a heating bar sitting underneath it to heat it up. Because what's going to happen is, in this chamber, the, this product's going to sit in the chamber for like 20 hours, for a really long time. And under, under almost perfect vacuum, almost perfect vacuum, and the temperature is very controlled. That, that's why there are heating bars every, between every one of them, because it's in, in your, let's say in your home oven. You heat your home oven to 350, it means one part is 350, one part is 340, one part is 320. It's, you know, it's not exactly the same temperature, because the heat's only in one place. Here, the heat comes from every, sing, in every single spot, so the temperature is very, very well controlled, um, all computer controlled, and it makes it um, that it runs through this very long, very, very long cycle, like 15, 20 hours. And at a very specific temperature, it goes a little higher, it goes a little lower, all kinds of very specific temperatures. And what happens is, the product that's sitting on the tray slowly loses its water. The, but the, it, it goes, but it does not change the way it looks. Okay, if you put the food onto there, you put the food onto there, and when, you come, when it comes out afterwards, it looks almost exactly the same as when it went in. Okay, well, where does the water vapor go out? Where is the and the water, so there's a vacuum here, and a vacuum, and also there's sucking, which is the same thing. We vacuum that. So the, the, there's the vapor gives the appearance of disappearing. In other words, it doesn't, you don't see things coming out of it. It's turning into a vapor, which is being, but it's coming out very slowly into a vapor. And that's, as that's happening, it's completely being yanked out of the machine because we want no, there can't be any liquid in the machine. Liquid is the, the enemy over here. We want to not have liquid on these products. We want to go from... What temperature is this? So it depends. In the 140, 150, 160 range, okay? Oh, um, not even at extreme temperatures there. No, just the opposite. The vacuum is what's letting things boil, but we're not trying to vacuum. We're not trying to boil. We're trying to get to the, what they call the triple point. The triple point, whatever, I don't, I don't know what the science is. It, it's where the, where the solid, liquid, and gas are all at the same stage. I, I don't know what that means. I, I, I'm saying words I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and at that point, it can go from being a solid, it can pass from being solid to gas without having to be in the liquid stage. Okay. Uh, what kind of food is this? So, what kind of food? What kind of, good question. Okay, so... So, you, you, they, they've tried to do with things like lettuce, okay? But lettuce has so much moisture in it that when you're finished, there's nothing left, okay? But they do a little bit. So, 
So I think there's too much moisture doesn't work. But like for example, if you buy uh, uh, an instant soup and it has vegetables in it, those are freeze dried. Okay, but that's a freeze dried. So you can see the peas that are over here. Okay, the peas over here. It looks like a regular pea. Okay, it looks like a regular pea. There's nothing. I mean, exactly looks like a regular pea. But give or take, it looks like a regular pea. But it's been freeze dried. All the moisture is cooked. It was not cooked. Oh, I don't know if it was cooked. I shouldn't say. I have no idea if it was cooked or not. But but it was. I don't know if a pea needs to be cooked. But it's it's a pea. Okay, it was it was frozen. The moisture was taken out of it by freeze drying. And now, um, if we put it back into water, it'll reabsorb it and turn, so to speak, back into a regular pea the way it was originally. It's the same size as it was before. It's the same, everything as it was before. How is moisture Because when we freeze dry, we, it, it holds its structure without having any liquid in it. Okay, that, that's why lettuce, it didn't work. Because, and you'll, if you feel it, you'll see it, it's very fragile. You can, try. you can see it's fragile, and it, it could, you could crack it, but it, when you froze, freeze dry it, it holds hold onto it. Okay? So they do it for... Um, Vegetables like you see it in your soup, you hopefully don't see in your soup that they do it also for shrimp. Okay, shrimp is somehow is a big one. Um, meat, straw, uh, fruits and vegetables like strawberries, like if you make breakfast cereal that has strawberries in it, okay, those are freeze dried strawberries. Okay, you can't put regular strawberries into your cereal. They would. The it, it holds the quality of the product. Quality and it's it's shelf Right, it doesn't need to be frozen. Yes, it doesn't need to be frozen, and it sort of it doesn't it'll never rot because there's no moisture in it, uh, but it. Um, and it's supposed to taste good. It's supposed to be like the original thing. Okay. Is it coffee feature? And coffee. Yeah, we're gonna get the coffees. I have coffee here. We're gonna get to the coffee in a second. Okay. And coffee is a big thing that people that people are freeze. And herbs. Okay. Herbs also are things that are freeze dried. So the herbs, herbs, and the. Herb. You can't eat freeze dried stuff. It seems to be your constitution. You can eat it. It just it just doesn't doesn't have the, the consistency that you'd want to have of a pea. It has all the everything of the pea is in there. It just doesn't. It's everything. All you can add to it is water to make it back, so to speak, into a pea. Okay? The, the, so, the, I'm going to use peas, sorry, herbs, and okay, coffee. Okay, hold on. We talked about evaporator. You make a pressure. And you vacuum. Vacuum. And then you boil it out. Right. What's the difference? Because over here, you're not boiling it. When you boil it out, it first has to be a liquid and then to be a gas. Here, the, the, the structure makes it that it goes, it, yeah, it is a vacuum. How does it work? What's the difference? Is the area of evaporating at 116 or else it would? I, I don't, I, again, it's a sublimation thing. It's science, but what they practice, what, what's different? What the difference is well, that it's, it's not. You're just boiling at lower temperatures, that's all. Right. You're, 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 you're not, you're, you're, you're getting to a very specific place where it doesn't have to turn into a liquid first. It's, it's solid, but it's ice. The thing you're putting in is ice, not liquid. You put, it in you put it in a frozen thing, and somehow it goes from being frozen to being vapor. And magically, Skips that liquid state. You can't that amount of juice. Can't frozen juice. You can't put into an evaporator. I mean, you could. You go into evaporator, it would turn into liquid juice, and then it would boil out. But that's not what's happening here. Okay. Now, so the the coffee and the herbs. I'm just going to use as an example of, of just so you know, a detail. And that's like this. Okay. The difference between I, I randomly price things. Okay. This is just a sample. Okay. Um, the difference between freeze dried and spray dried coffee. Freeze dried coffee you tastes. Can you just back up that? Yes. You're talking about coffee beans, coffee liquid. Right. Coffee so, okay. Okay. Good. Okay, so I should explain that. Instant coffee? It is instant coffee, yes. Coffee beans or ground coffee are not cooked yet. When you make instant coffee, instant coffee means is you take coffee beans, you roast them, and you make a pot of coffee, a really, really big pot of not coffee. Oh, no, not concentrated. You make a... Instant coffee is not just roasted beans. I, I, I said first you make roasted, you roast the beans, okay. and then you make a big pot of coffee. That's what the you company's doing. Them, 
and then you percolate them, you make them, you cook them into a big pot of coffee, and then you get all, take the water out of it. It's not concentrated strength? It's concentrated. The point is, you, not, not my problem. And then, and then, the point is, you make a big pot of coffee, you can make it concentrated if you like to, a big pot of coffee, and then you boil the water out of it. So now you have, I thought it was spray dry. Well, how do you boil the water out of it? So you can either freeze dry it or you could spray dry it. That's the way you get the water out. That's the way you boil the water out. So there's two ways to do it. You can either freeze dry it or you could spray dry it. The freeze dried coffee reconstitutes better and it tastes more like the original coffee as opposed to the spray dry, which is <coughs> does not reconstitute as well. I'm going to show you later what the difference is. Um, <coughs> they're not considered the same quality. Okay. So in my in my when I looked at two things, the price was a dollar forty for the freeze dry. A dollar forty an ounce and eighty-five cents an ounce for the spray dry. Okay, that was the difference. Real price. What? Real price. Those are real prices. Okay, I don't know if that's always. That's just where I happened to look. That was the, that was the price. Okay, now, as compared to, in an herb, and I took parsley, the price per ounce of spray dry, which is the regular parsley you have in your house or whatever, is uh, about three dollars an ounce, and freeze dried was thirty-one dollars an ounce. Okay, so the, the parsley is spray dried. <laughs> so you say. So you said, what is spray dried parsley? So uh, let, me, let me give you one more second. I'm going to show you one more part of my slide. And so the difference in price was you're paying uh, 68% more for this freeze dried coffee, but you're paying almost a thousand times more for the freeze dried. Well, a thousand percent, right? Correct. Ten times more <coughs> for the freeze dried parsley. So he says, which Meshugana is going to pay for that? And the answer is, that's why in your house you don't have freeze-dried parsley. So if, but if you make a fancy sauce and you want to have parsley that has special qualities to it and you're putting in just a little bit, you're going to buy freeze-dried parsley. That's the kind of people who buy freeze-dried herbs are people making a very high-quality product and they, or they want it to have the very specific consistency. So those people buy freeze-dried herbs. <coughs> there's, there's quite a market for it, but not for me and you. If you walk into the, into the, into the supermarket and you saw parsley cost $2 for the bottle or $20 for the bottle, which one are you going to pick? You picked one that's $2, same thing. So, wait, yeah, what's spray dry parsley? Was it the idea? Spray dry. Yes, I'm sorry. Oven dry. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll put my slide differently. Okay. So, 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 okay. So now, now, now that we've talked about those, those things, now, <coughs> now let's get to, to the Ashkocha. The, a freeze dryer is, is a very advanced, complicated piece of equipment. Um, if you have one, most companies are not going to have one. A coffee company will have one because they make coffee every day of the week. That's all they do is make coffee, and they have enough business that they keep their freeze dryer just for coffee. So, so how do they load the coffee? They freeze From? trays of it? Yeah. They take the liquid, freeze it into thin trays in it, <coughs> and then put it into there. So <coughs> freeze, we assume that freeze-dried coffee is made on equipment that's, that's all it's done. That's what we do with it. They make coffee with it. Okay, that's why we assume you could buy freeze-dried coffee without hash coffee, the plain coffee. Okay? On flavor, yes. But everybody else who has a freeze dryer, most, say, most people don't have enough business to freeze dry stuff, to be freeze drying all the time, to keep the freeze dryers busy. Okay? Um, think, think about people who make, I don't know, uh, fruits and vegetables. How much stuff do they have that they're going to be making? So it's very common that the, the person either owns the machine and he used, lets other people send stuff in, so, or they have a toll person, a guy who does it just for everybody else. You have some stuff to do, you send it to him, and he freeze dries a few and sends it back to you. Like, we give Hashkafa to a company that they, their real business is, oh, so one part of the business is freeze drying fruit, fruits, and the other part of the business is freeze drying ice cream and yogurt. 
Okay? That's, that's just, they, they've got to keep themselves busy. They have to keep things going in the machinery. Machi- right, ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> so you say, why would any of them sugar wine by freezer ice cream? You sort of missed the point because it's not cold. I, it's a good question. I don't know. Okay, but it's stable or whatever. I don't know. But what are you doing if it's not cold? It's not ice cream. Okay, I gotta be constipated. No, you could be constipated, but it's, no, I know. People eat the ice, the ice cream and the yogurt. They eat straight. Okay, they eat oh. in the fr- freeze-dried form. The, the yogurt actually. Retail. Yeah, the the yogurt is a big product for babies. It's a baby food. It's a baby. It's called baby treat. They're like little drops of yogurt. Those are freeze-dried. They're freeze-dried. Okay, um, probably by our company. They're one of the big people who does it. Okay, anyhow, the one we certify. Anyhow, um, so the, but then people make shrimp and these vegetables that go in here, and, and the same company will make a hundred different things. Okay, so um, is that meat, right? Meat, yes, meat and shrimp. For some reason, shrimp is big in um, in, in the non-Jewish world. These soups have shrimp in them. Uh, anyhow, um, so so the the good thing hashkacha wise is. That assuming we have, let's say, we, however we talk in a second, we have separated freeze dryers or whatever, we have to have that separate. The good news is the process is really slow. Okay, the product sits on a tray for 10, 20 hours. It sits in the freeze dryer for 20 hours. So the machine who walks in, you can't, so you can't hide anything in a freeze drying company. Okay, because when you walk in, if let's say the the red trays are the milk ones and the black trays are the power ones. Okay, you can't. You look in the freezer, you're going to see what it is. There's no playing games over here because it's in there for a zillion hours. So the machine who walks in will see what's going on. So if they're following the rules, it's in a way that makes it easier to see. They're not, it, batches don't take five minutes to make. They take 20 hours to make. So it's, it's easier to be on top of things when you're watching it. When you actually walk in, no one can play games and move things around. They yeah, can't a lot of companies to be kosher trays as long as they have separate trays and the machine pops in. So, so no, I'm saying... We're going to get to that, so we're talking about the, the chamber says that. We're talking about the chamber in one second. But tray-wise, so depending on the setup, it's, it's, there's a potential for, for knowing which one is which because you can catch them. It's easier to catch them. Okay? Now, the, the trays is assumed, the trays that the food sits on, those would have to be separate or kosher, one way or the other, whichever you want to do. You want to separate or kosher, however you want to do that. Obviously, that needs to have a kosher thing. Okay. Both of them. What about the chamber and the racks? Okay. But what about the chamber and the racks? So, so the, the, if you don't know, if you just look at it, you say, well, we're boiling water in these things, um, and there's problems of zea, bleas of zea going from, from the food all over the place, we're boiling it out. And that's when we come back to our din, our din, which is, no, 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 the din is, the, what the din we're talking about is that the ash is served with different wood. So every single one of the trays of frozen food has on top of it a heating tray, a heating bar right on top of it. Okay, so as the vapor, any vapor that would come off is coming up to the heating bar that's right on top of it. So when, when Armachabra says, he didn't, he didn't know about freeze dryers, but when he says that the ace could be served, the Dover Mood, that's going to be served the top one. Now, except that the very top one, the top tray doesn't have, the top tray doesn't have a bar on top of it. The top tray doesn't have a bar on top of it. But there, uh, we have, first of all, we have a vacuum. Okay, the vacuum, which is sucking all the moisture out of it. Remember, it, it, it's the enemy to have moisture in this thing. So they're sucking all the moisture out of it. And we'll see when we learn about Zaya, um, that in order for Zaya to make some, even if it is chafed, to make it chafed in up the next food, you'd have to have condensation. Uh, and of course, there's no condensation here. Again, that's the enemy here to have vapors in here. It's except that you need the same one for... So you can't have... The, the trays that the food sits on have to be... And the heating bar is the same below you. Is what? The heating bars themselves. The heating bar doesn't touch the food. Has trays on them as able to It doesn't touch the tray. It doesn't touch the tray. No, the bars are between no, the racks. 
Oh, right. Well, with the train sitting on the shelf of the train sitting on. Oh yeah, it's a personal concept. Yes, correct. Yeah. Now, now I'll just I'll mention to you a child came up just a few days ago. Um, I don't know the answer yet, but it's a gate. So this happened to get happened to come up. Um, it doesn't happen that things fall off the tray, you know, go on the shelf or anything. Sorry, it's a good question. Oh, yeah. Could could something? Whatever you, whatever you, you know. Scientifically, whatever, you, you know, in the real life, things happen. Where would it fall? <laughs> so you think it may fall onto the rat. That's you yeah. It'll fall onto the rat. Okay, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that part. Now, uh, Shiloh, I'll mention you where Shiloh came up. Uh, Shiloh came up this week. Shiloh came up uh, about a week ago. Just, just interesting. Um, it seems that there's a new thing that people have started. There's one company in the United States who's doing it that I know. Um, that that um, uh, people who have mother's milk, and they, right now, what more people do, they want to save it for a different day, they freeze it. Okay, so this company says this, you can send us the frozen milk, and we will freeze dry it for you, and send it back to you as a powder, and now it's shelf-stable. Now you could travel with it, you could do things, you don't have to keep it in the freezer. Okay, so this is a, you, you want to have, the, the, this person wants to have the mother's milk for their baby, they don't want to have to keep it frozen, so they ship it, you have to ship it frozen to them, they freeze dry and send it back to you <coughs> with instructions. You know, you sent us 4.2 ounces, so we give you back this much powder, Swift this much water. And they, of course, they <laughs> guarantee it. So, so, so th- there's questions, is it your milk? That's one part of the shadow. Is it really your milk? There's, a shadow, there's also shadows because, because even if it's your milk, there are dinim, we talked about the only dinim, you only let to give milk to a, a baby, mother's milk to a baby, while he's still nursing, and not when he stops nursing, so you can't hold it or give it to your neighbor. Okay, I'll put that on site. But the shadow is on the freeze drying itself. Okay, so so we're we're looking into it. We don't know yet, but it's my that they came to us. This one company came to us. No, no, a consumer came to us. Oh, consumer came to us. <clears throat> so, so the the question is like this. My assumption, this is we, we don't know yet. Assumption is when you when people let's say fifty people send in their their milk, they're not dumping everybody's stuff onto a tray and then putting it giving it back to the gift to it. We hope we assume that they're keeping everybody separate. Okay, so what does that mean? How are they keeping everybody separate? How are they doing that? So somehow, Kinneret, my guess is, they're keeping it in your original package, and they're opening the package. Okay, they're, they're opening the package, but keeping it inside, so that when we're finished, all your stuff stayed in your package, and the next person stayed in their package. Well, they send you a specific package to send it to them? I don't, re- I don't know. I think they send you a special package. If not, whatever, we, yeah, I think they send you a special package. So, so they're keeping each, so the, instead of it looking like this, there'll be, uh, it'll be like shelving that can hold 50 packages on it, and put everybody's into it, we, we freeze-dry the, the liquid out of it, and then keep your powder in your own special pouch, so yours is yours, and the next person's is somebody else's. But just to say is, that there's no sheer trays. There's a tray, but there's, there's a barrier between the, every, the, your, the, the only thing that could become not kosher is the thing that's touching the food, and that's yours. If they do shrimp in there the next day, it's hard to imagine, but if they do shrimp in there the next day, the magnificent, it's not touching your tray. So that's what I was thinking. We'll have to, we, we're still poking around for this year. Dedicated uh, freeze dryer for this. Right. So if it's dedicated for, for mother's milk, if it's really, which probably is just structurally. No, it probably is because of structurally. Think about what it has to be built like to hold these 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 little packages. Probably built differently, or maybe have different racks than you do for shrimp. I'm not sure. Um, but we, we wouldn't say go to non-Jewish mother's tray. That's not tray. So it's a very interesting question. So I thought, I said is, it's just, it, the, the Ramah brings, it's Peshach, you shouldn't do it, this and that. 
I've heard Rock has been telling me that no, 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 people take it more seriously than that. So we're, we're working at that angle of that <laughs> to know if it's really trafe. Is, is it so? Is it more trafe? If you get somebody else's milk, is that more trafe? And then that my suspicion is, but that they're really good at tracking. Everybody gets their own milk back. But okay, all this has to. I'm just I'm just mentioning because it came up this recently, and we're talking about free starts. Okay, now. Um, um, okay, some other things are, just to quickly, three th- other things. One is, freeze-dried food is meant to be ready to eat. Which means when you put the water back into it, you're ready to go once that happens. So, um, if you're freeze-drying something that needs specially soil, so then, aside from the freeze-drying needs hapskacha to make sure they didn't do meat on that equipment, you also want to make sure that the cooking wasn't especially soft. Like you make potatoes, okay, there's such a thing as freeze-dried potatoes. They, like, would go also into instant soup kind of thing, um, like chunks. They're not necessarily freeze-dried, but if they would be freeze-dried, that would be. So then, you, you, it's, the freeze-drying is one part of the question, but they may have done something beforehand to prepare this thing to make it fit to eat once we finish freeze-drying it. That's one thing. So you're not talking about the baking that takes place. No, in not in the freeze-dryer. I'm saying before it got to the freeze-dryer, they had to do something to it. Okay. So that once it will be freeze-dried, you'll be able to eat it. Uh-huh. Okay. This is not considered to be baking? Cook? Uh, that uh, it's not, not meant to cook it. It's there a long time, it's for sure, right? But the goal here is basket to not cook it. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Cooking and baking, whatever. Okay, and that next is... It'll work, but when but the problem is... It won't be edible? No, it will not be edible. No, it will not be edible. for 20 hours. Why is that edible? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Okay, next is... <laughs> next is... Um, we... Uh, most things that get freeze-dried, like whole things, like fruits and vegetables, okay? Things that are solid, like, like a, 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 a strawberry, you don't get anything to it, usually. You don't necessarily... You don't usually... I didn't say automatically. You don't usually get something to it. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they'll infuse the blueberry with sugar before they... They freeze dry, but usually you do it straight, and therefore it would be, if, if it was kosher, it's probably kosher with Pesach. So, one of the big example of that is freeze dried coffee that we let people use for Pesach. In contrast to spray dried coffee that we don't let people use for Pesach. Okay? So, if you haven't seen my video, um, this is freeze dried coffee. You can come with it. This is freeze dried coffee. Okay, and this one is. And this is spray dried coffee. Okay? And when you look at it, you see it's really easy to tell once you put it into your hand that the freeze-dried coffee is chunks. Think about it, it was frozen as a sheet, and then broken up, and, and the, the, the chunks, you put it in your finger, you'll feel it better. You, it's a chunk, as opposed to the spray-dried coffee is really a powder. Now, they, they agglomerate it back into it to look like chunks, but it's really, well, it's a powder. If you, if you rub the, the spray-dried in your fingers, it breaks apart into a powder very easily. And it comes out of spray-dried as powder? Yes, it comes out of spray-dried as powder. And then what then they, they what's called agglomerate, which is to say they put a little moisture to it and they dry it again, so that makes the pieces stick together. That helps it in the hydrate better, and it looks more like it's freeze-dried, but it's really not freeze-dried. It's really, it, it, it looks like more like freeze-dried, but it's obviously not. And the freeze-dried one, if you hold it in your hand, you can crumble it if you want to, but it's, it's really, it's a chunk that's harder to crumble, okay? Uh, and the list is, so the difference is, if I have coffee, if I have coffee, if it's freeze-dried, they don't eat anything to the coffee. So f- freeze-dried coffee for Pesach is okay if it's not, you know, if it's not decaf, yeah, if it's not. But spray-dried, they sometimes add starches to it mm. to help in the drying. It just helps, it, it gives more solids for the coffee in to hold on to. No, no, in the, actually, in the, free, in the spray-drying itself. Before they put in the spray-dry. Before they put in the spray-dry, they add a, they'll add starch to it. So there's a potential, well, it doesn't happen so often, but it could happen. So therefore we say spray-dried needs to have a shock of Pesach. The freeze-dried doesn't. 
nothing. Well, the spray dryer, yes, because of the equipment. Yes, you're right. The spray dryer equipment needs needs. Okay, the fridge dryer. No, 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 no. I take the back. I take the. I take the back. No, the freeze dryer and the spray dryer coffee. Don't, we don't worry about they the can because they're dedicated because like, that's what they do all day long. Sometimes they put an ad to make it to hold on to it okay. better. Uh, as opposed to the freeze drying, it's just straight. They just put the coffee in as it is. We say even instant coffee is okay with the freezer. Only if it's freeze drying. So we tell people buy this brand, not that, we don't tell them freeze dry and spray dry. It's hard for people to usually figure out. So we say these 10 brands are okay, but freeze dry. Okay. Um, maybe I'm mixing up. We, we say it doesn't have scuffle, right? For year round. Instant coffee. But for Pesach, coffee doesn't have scuffle. Correct. But for Pesach, it does. Okay. Now, the last thing is. Um, which one? That's no, I got it from that one. I actually got it from Shul, but I actually have it here. I could show it to you if you want. Yeah. And the freeze dried is from upstairs. I know folders taste. I mean, taste stories is surely freeze dried. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not a coffee drinker, so um, I don't. Uh, okay. The last thing is that um, the the din is that if something is if a bug is 12 months old, a vegetable the bug is 12 months old, the bugs are dried out in water. Almost everyone assumes that if it's mechanically dried out, it's the same thing. So if you take parsley and we, okay, take cilantro and we put it into a oven and we heat it up and it becomes the equivalent of 12 months, it's also good enough. It's also, we consider the bugs to be dried out. Okay? And, and <coughs> freeze drying, again, it's very different. It's a very different way of doing it. Uh, but it's also, when we went to learn, I sh- told you about how we freeze dried. Rabbi Gissinger did it first and then uh, Rebelsky objected one said, believers, we did it again. We freeze dried bugs, um, brought it to them. Uh, and they said, yeah, those are also, also equally dried out. Freeze-dried bugs or herbs with bugs in them? No, we freeze-dried bugs. Um, we okay, we picked up the trays. Um, I don't remember. Maybe we put it on a piece of paper. We, 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 it, came from a, it came from a vegetable company, an herb company, that they themselves have a machine, a, a tumbler, to get up bugs from it. Not the kind of bugs we want to get out, but their kind of bugs. And they have... Okay, underneath is a box full of a, a, a zillion bugs in it underneath this tumbler, so we scoop some out and put them into the freeze dryer. Um, they had to be frozen first and then freeze dried. And when he looked at them, then he said, yeah, that's fine, those are fine also. Uh, no, he just touched them to see were they, were they actually dried out. Yeah, they were fine. So it's assumed also that freeze dried um, herbs are not considered, bugs are not considered to be a totally issue also.